Uh, welcome <laughs> to Time Play Richard, video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and talk about it. My name is Lucky. And my name is Louie, and this week I played three hours of um, Persona 3 Fez. Lucky, what does Fez stand for? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Great. Cool. <laughs> Let's start. Bring up three. Lucky. Yo. Bonjour. Bonjour. What's happening? What is happening? Tell you what's happening. A squeezy water bottle makes all the difference. Compared to a poor one. So when it's got like a little um, action lid that you can just squeeze, you know, you can just tilt it up and squeeze. Mm-hmm. Right into your mouth rather than have to lift this big thing up and then sip. I also I find that with a squeezy top with like a little spout thing, like a little baby sucker like thing. Like the LucasAid Sport ones. Yeah, i uh much more inclined to take a sip. So I'll I'll finish that bottle maybe three times as fast. Yeah. I believe that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think I think play while eating and drinking uh is can be very, very uh, exciting, mm. fun and mm. um also I guess in that case uh healthy because you know you've got more water intake. I mean if it's water, if you're drinking the frickin' Lucasade ones, maybe not. <laughs> the uh the, the I do those Lucasade ones, that's a good shout though. They they've got that like wonderful little like soft plastic bit in the middle that like flicks in and out yeah and it's like a, little... it's like a, a like a four paneled flap i think it might be even more i think it's like a like a sort of like a i like to think of it as like extreme precision engineering like nine flaps the te- the, i don't think that the technology's not there yet louis <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's a four panel i mean what are we doing we really don't need these flaps <laughs> What are we doing? But we said <laughs> make it more fun. It's it fun, more right? likely to buy a LucasAids board this can't be, and consume liquids. Can't be good for the environment, engineering all these flaps in all of our bottles. Maybe we just need a freaking hole to put our mouth on. We don't need these, like, complex nipples to, to, to you know. <laughs> I, I like the nipples. <laughs> yeah, the nipples are pretty good. I don't know if it's worth it. I like them. Um, in other, you had it here first, folks. In other news, uh, that mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oh. watch is back on my wrist. I'm hearing bleeps and bloops. Yeah, I accidentally bleeped it because I'm not used to having it on because it's been off for a while. Uh, because the um, the like plastic flap at the end where you feed the strap through, and it's mm-hmm. got the hook that you hook into the hole. This is your your Casio. Yeah. Um. It was breaking, Louis. <laughs> it was breaking, and you know, I took I took the hot glue gun to it, which I which I've had now for about a year, and I've never used it. That's exciting. And I used it, and oh my god, the job is phenomenal. Yeah, it's formed like this perfect plastic cap over the bit which was breaking. Mm. Um, and I thought, this is great. I'll share this on the podcast. How many How many of these watches you've been through in your life? 
Not many. I mean, I've been wearing them for probably eight years now. Mm. And probably about seven. You've been through seven of them? Yeah. It's the so straps. The, the, all, all eight watches or seven watches still work, but the straps go pretty quick. And you can't replace the straps? You can replace them, but it's like they're either A, the nearly the same price as a new watch. Yeah. Um, or you buy like the rip-off ones off eBay, um, which just aren't as good and also break pretty quick. And how much? How much are one of these watches? Uh, normally on Amazon, the basic ones I think are eight pound. Hmm. Okay. But I have a nice silver one that cost me I think fifteen dollars from a Walmart in America. Yeah, I was trying to do the maths of like seven watches, eight years. A good quality watch. How long does a good quality watch last? I don't know. Depends how you use it, really. It, I mean, it's, it's the strap. I could buy a good quality strap and be using the same one still. Mm. Well, you can just be lost, swapping out lost the first string one. if you wanted to. Yeah, I, I actually, I've been thinking about trying to find a nice one, but I think like a metal one would be too uncomfortable. And I think they've got it. People have got those... make nice ones on um, on Etsy. Have you ever looked on Etsy, like custom made ones? Well, there's all those like um, that's some funky ones, material ones. Yeah. I just think are look, look a bit naff. And also, I love being able to just go in the shower with this watch. Yeah. And I wouldn't nice. want... Think about... it's That'd be like when you suck on your sleeve. Do you remember when you're like a 13-year-old and you like suck on your sleeve in school? And Specifically, then... I, I not the sleeve. I remember sucking on my um <laughs> neck hole, the neck hole. Right, yeah. And like... And then like... I'd be like I don't know. I can't remember. Like, I'd be in bed... <laughs> I'd be sucking on the neck hole, and then I'd, like, finish sucking on the neck hole, and then I'd put my neck down to look at something, and it'd be like, oh, it'd be all wet on my <laughs> chin. It'd be like, oh, what have I done? Why have I... What's, Who am I? What's wrong with me? <laughs> How have I found myself here? Gosh, I haven't thought about sucking on my neck hole for quite some time. Uh, yeah, I feel like if you go into a shower with that watch strap, it'll be like a sucked-on jumper. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I'd have exactly. to take it off. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting at your desk? Anyway, uh, this week's episode... No, 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 I have another question. <laughs> God, sorry, guys, I tried. How, 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 how deep do one of these bad boys go? What does that mean? How deep, do, how deep in the water? Oh, uh, good question. Um, I've actually tested this fairly uh, a lot. Um, and... Wait. You haven't? Though. I have. That, no, because, I mean, unless you're saying that you've literally killed watches to find out this statistic. Not on purpose, but yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so I, 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 God, on various holidays, I think when in Spain was first time I went swimming with it. Uh, uh, and that was just in the, in, in the shallow waves. Um, and it was fine. Uh, and then on my travels to Vietnam, mm. uh, I jumped off a boat into some water and I think it must have gone under a couple of meters and it fried it. Uh, okay. And interestingly, I think it sort of dried out over the next week and started uh. to regain features. Like it went from <laughs> every possible thing was like lit up. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's like digital numbers yeah. and it was like eight, 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 eight. And then every other thing was lit up. Um, yeah. And then eventually the time came back. But I couldn't use all the other features, like the alarm or the stopwatch. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're taking it two meters, you can 
temporarily mess it up. I reckon any more than that, and you're in for two trouble. meters. Yeah, it's not a lot. Okay. I mean, for eight pounds, what do you expect? Sure. Uh, I mean, ooh, I, how often am I going in two meter water? Not enough. Not enough. I wish not I enough. went in more. Um, welcome, <laughs> everyone, to Time Played 3HR. What, what is Time Played 3HR, Lucky? Um, it's a great podcast where this week we will be talking about Persona 3. Slight dodge of the question, but okay, yeah, we will, yeah. Um, Persona 3 Fez Yeah uh, Played on a PS2 emulator On the PCSX mm. X, PCSX2 uh, That we downloaded last week For last week's episode Go give it a listen um, And You were like Louie You should play Persona 3 For the podcast And I was like Alright But that game's like what Like 80 hours Sure And here we are But god I tell you what This is a lot better a uh, sample of the game than you would get if you're playing Persona 5. Yeah. Um, so, in a way. Uh, do you want to <laughs> Do you want to kick it off? Um, okay. Uh, Persona 3, Fez, is, as you say, a PlayStation 2 game uh, in which you play a boy amidst a Japanese high school... Uh, there's some stuff going on. It's kind of like a dating sim. It's kind of like a dungeon crawler RPG. Uh, you spend your days going to school, learning stuff, making friends, building up friendships so that you can go in the night to fight spooky shadows and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that's, I think it's that pretty much sums it up for anyone who that's, hasn't played that a sums up, game. That sums up, I think, yeah, most personas, and I think each of them have like a little. I think one of the things that struck me about P three was um, how similar it is to P four. Yeah, um, for real. Uh, I in a good don't way. Know, yeah, I mean, I don't know a huge amount of history of the Persona series, um, to be honest, and I've played. P4 Golden and Persona 5, though not quite finished, Persona 5. So I would not say, even though I'm a big fan of Persona 4, I'm like a huge, huge fan of the series. But sure. it does feel like even if you just play one of these games, you are kind of a huge fan because they're so big anyway that you're kind of in the in the sort of midst of it all. Yeah. Um, well, once you commit like over 80, yeah. 90, 100 hours. Yeah. You feel like you have a pretty good grasp on what the, what these games are about. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting going into Persona 3, which which feels so much like Persona 4. Um, and I think a lot of my time playing this three hours of it was sort of trying to figure out, unfairly, because it was only three hours, I was sort of trying to put it on this scale between P4 and P5 and where it stood. And like, is this like a sort of a more simple version of P4? It's like, oh, they do this differently and that's strange. And oh, I don't like this feature, but this is kind of cool. And it was a lot of that. Um, and yeah, I think it's really hard to judge this game based on three hours for lots and lots of reasons. Uh, the Persona games take a while to find their thread, um, in my experience. So like, uh, to find the, like, usually there's some kind of a mystery, uh, 
so far in all these games has been some sort of mystery and it takes a while for that to come through. Uh, and they have come through at different times in each one of these games that I've played. So like, as in literally time-wise, I think it felt like it was relatively fast in Persona 4 when like there was a murder and then people were like, what? And then you go into the TV. That felt like that was within, I don't know, five hours, would you say? It's a long time that I played sure. it. So I don't know. Sure. Um, uh, but I mean, I it, think as well for, for that, a murder is such a definitive event yeah. Uh, in a game like this, and it instantly sort of sets up that like murder mystery tone, which is yeah. such an established thing that you're like, okay, I'm in, who did it, right from yeah. the start. So I think that's yeah, one, of, one th of the best things about 4 is you're instantly I in that mind right. frame of, okay, because it's a murder, there is someone yeah. responsible, and it's obviously going to be one of the characters, so I'm on my guard. Exactly. I think that's a great point. I think like the the big issue with P5, and to some extent it feels like maybe Persona 3, though, I don't know, um, is they, not the issue, but the I guess to be more positive, the great thing about P4 is, yeah, as you say, it's a murder mystery, and it, it gets there really quick, and that's a very recognizable sort of trope for you to latch onto. And I, and I, like, I do like a murder mystery in general. Sure, um, it doesn't. Uh, they're always pretty satisfying to sink your teeth into. And so that works really well. And then Persona 5, man, I feel like sort of shows a Mr. basic Trip. idea of what the intrigue might be. And then it seems to drop it for what feels like 20 hours. Yeah. And then it picks it back up again at some point. It's all over the place with like what it's talking about. And also um, I found like I didn't care in P5 at all. Yeah. Like like really the, the dramas that were befalling this. And maybe it was because it was a big city. Um, and these sort of events were happening in this big city. I, I just, for whatever reason, weren't wasn't particularly uh, um, engaged by the uh, dramas of these mystery, spooky shadows that are uh, influencing the real world with all their yeah. tricks. And I think I think what happens is, and what they try to do is they try to weave like the personal story of your character and his friends into this bigger drama of uh, whatever the hell was going on in P5. Some guy crashed a train. <laughs> that was, that's like my that's memory. Like is like, oh. I remember. That's like the first thing of you see is like some guy gets possessed and he crashes a train and then you kind of don't hear anything about that for ages and it goes into the specifics of like your character and why you're here. Yeah. And, and then it takes a really, really long time before like several dungeons worth, I think, before it then reintroduces who the bad guy is and like um, what's actually going on in the greater scheme. And once it gets interwoven, it's quite satisfying. But when they're two separate things, it's it just kind of sucks. Sure. And P4 is really good because, yeah, as you say, it's a small town, um, which really helps keep things because then you've got like the social personal elements a lot closer to the bigger element. Um, it, it makes sense as well, actually. I've never thought about this. It's like... Every murder mystery is normally either a play or something that ha takes place in like a small village. Mm -hmm. You know, like every successful, you know, I'm th I'm thinking of uh, Midsummer Murders vibes and sort of every other show that sort of is along that line. They all take place in a small village because mm -hmm. there's a limited amount of characters, uh, so it, it you know it cuts out so much noise. Um, and I think that noise is uh, very much there in P5 and in P3 a bit to a lesser extent, though. So I think for me, the most interesting thing coming to, 
to P3 that struck me was um, you are not, at least at the start, you're not the center of what's going on here. Um, in P4 and P5, you sort of enter these towns. So you enter Tokyo and you enter whatever the one was in P4. Um, and then stuff starts to happen and you very quickly become the sort of centerpiece of of like the driving force of what's going what's going to happen whereas in p3 what i thought was really cool is like the team at least in a, in some state is already formed and you're joining it um so uh i sort of narratively set up uh you whatever you sort of for some reason you just come live at this dorm <laughs> well you're like and, a, you're a transfer student yeah you're a transfer um, student and they put you in this dorm yeah and then, they they hint at some sort of childhood uh yeah. drama that your parents no longer around for whatever reason they don't tell you why yeah. and you're in a new school in a new town and you're in this dorm um and you're confronted by these characters you instantly as soon as you okay <laughs> 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 how much do we want to get in this story here i don't don't know about too much i think all i was getting at was like you you basically are welcomed into this group that is already trying to solve some sort of a mystery um you happen to be quite special um however the group's already existing they have a name they have a function before you which i thought was like that is different to the other two games where um yeah you're like yeah, as I said, you like the driving force. So I kind of liked, I kind of liked that. Yeah, it's it, it's it's like um, in a lot of ways, it's pretty similar to the Matrix. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that we we covered. Um, it is quite Matrix that we covered last week, where sort of you uh, are sort of yeah, although yeah, although not challenge. by choice, uh, the main character is sort of thrust into the crime solving group. Uh, you're basically put in this dorm, and it turns out this dorm is a sort of HQ for figuring out what these spookies are that are sort of corrupting the town. And I actually really, really like the um, the secret hour thing. I think that's it's a really such nice, a cool concept, satisfying isn't it? idea. It's um, such so basically, a cool concept. at midnight, every night, forever, there is an extra hour in the day that only certain people um, can see. Uh, and then everyone else <laughs> turns into coffins. Like that's that's not the coolest part. Of it. <laughs> but like, um, but some people can, uh, yeah, some people can like see it and like hang out in the secret hour. But it turns out you are one of those people, but, you, but you've actually just been <laughs> sleeping through it this whole time, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so they wake you up and get you in there, and this is when you can go into Tartarus, which is this big old Persona dungeon. Um, which, if you've not played P3, kind of feels like playing the underground subway stuff in P5. Um, this sort of, like, I guess kind of supposed to be sort of ever-changing, ever-stretching uh, ethereal space filled with evil things that you have to slowly climb. And it'll tell you, like, you're at floor 5, you're at floor 10, 20, 30. Um, and I think that's the weirdest thing is that... So you basically, every night you can choose to go into Tartarus and explore this dungeon. Cool. I think it's cool. Um, but I think what's weird is that at the moment, there isn't any motivation to do it other than um, we should find out what's going on. Um, mm. 
And like typically in the other Persona games, they're like, we need to go into the spooky world before time is up, before the end of the month, so that we can stop this guy from doing this bad thing. Um, and I assume that comes up at some point. It does. But within within this three hours, it's just like, yeah, just go hang out. Tartarus, just, you know, just grind basically and go up floors until you get tired, which but, is interesting. But I like, I like that a lot more than what they did in P5, where it's like, we're going to explain this for 10 hours before you even really get like a proper glimpse into it. Mm-hmm. At least this game. Well, you mean with of, the underground stuff? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and like, it makes sense because this tower is in the story. I mean, you your goal as a group, even though you don't have like a investigate, investigate this individual, um, your, the group's goal is still to figure out what's going on with these creatures and their headquarters. Um, and the, the creature's base, or a nest as they describe it, is this big tower. So it's like, it makes sense narratively for them to be like, uh, check out this tower and, mm-hmm. and see what you can find. Mm-hmm. It's a cool tower as well. I like the look of it. On the outside, not on the inside. The inside sucks. I don't even remember what it looks like. It looks like. <laughs> it's just super generic, cool ways. Oh yeah, it's like blood. Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, fine. Yeah, I mean, so just to sort of flesh this out a little bit more for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Persona Games, it, it it's basically a time management and skill building uh, game where <laughs> you have to choose how you want to spend your time. Do you want to spend time um, after school hanging out with a friend to build up a friendship bond? which means you can, you know, unlock new dialogue stuff and get special bonuses in combat? Or do you want to go to the library and study to increase your intellect, which can do certain things? Or do you want to go to the arcade and play a spooky game to improve your courage? Uh, and Or do you want to get a job so you can get more money throughout the game so you can have uh, more moolah to spend? Um, and it's all, it's all these things. It's like an incredible... Uh, pressure and freedom uh, of like schedule in form of yeah. like clubs I mean, and I, stuff uh, I like think the, choice and deadlines the uh i think the what makes that the most powerful is that it is set over the course of a year or however long they go on for depending on the game i guess but like yeah. it's usually like a year of high school or something um so it's a it's, it is a full schedule so you won't especially not the first time you play through you won't be able to do everything you want to do you have to make sort of choices and sacrifices um on the daily um the problem i find i think with all personas five the most is that it sort of sells you this idea of um yeah make choices about how you want to spend your time and you've got to go here and you got to do this and but you can't do that because you're this and blah blah, blah. but especially with persona five i felt like so much of the game so much of that choice was taken away from me because of like narrative beats that they so desperately wanted me to funnel me into Mm -hmm. um, that the amount of the free time I had basically to make those choices was so much smaller than I wanted. Um, You would go, I feel like like months at a time in persona five where you would finish school and then it would force you to into a cutscene, which would force you to the evening, which would, force you to be told that you're too tired and you have to go to sleep um 
which is fine because sometimes that does ha sort of have to happen. But I think P5 did that so much that it made for quite an unengaging experience. Um, and I feel like probably the further back you go, I have I assume the the less restrictive it is. P P4 was pretty good about that. I found like P4 would give you huge stacks of time to just bugger around. Um, it's it very exciting, isn't it? Being like, yeah. you know what, today I'm going to hang out with Yosuke. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just think, you know what, today, today's my day. I'm eating some food. I'm going to buy a super meal uh, and see how it goes down. Yeah, it, It's great. I, it's a great yeah. thing, a choice. I don't know. I don't know if I... I think after playing Persona 4 Golden and really liking it and then not being as interested in Persona 5 to the point where I didn't get around to finishing it. I don't know if I want to play another Persona game. I don't know if... I don't know... I just don't know if that whole system grabs me as much doing it like the second, third time over. I don't know sure. if it keeps working. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. Especially, like, because, like, as much as I like Persona 4, like, I don't adore those characters. Really? Respectively, at least. No, not, not, not hugely. Like, I think they're cool, and I definitely remember some nice moments, but, like, I feel like I don't... If I played Persona 4 Golden for the first time now, I wouldn't have that connection with those characters. And I just don't... I can't imagine that becoming a thing in Persona 6 or whatever. But maybe I'm just being a little negative Nancy. I don't know. I, I, I like the characters in 4. Um, yeah. I, I didn't like them in 5. No. And I... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. I think, I think I played about 25 hours of Persona 3. Oh, um, wow, you played quite a lot of it. Yeah, not, not this week, previously. No. Yeah. Um, on the PS4 uh, through the online store. Um. And I, I really, I really did have a good time. Uh, but what stopped me, and it's something we can talk about, uh, is the combat in this game, uh, which is like a turn-based, um, yeah, the turn-based combat. Uh, and but the gutting thing is, is you bring a team of three or four members into Tartarus, uh, but you can only control your character. Yeah, and I can't remember. Was that like that on P4? No, you could control everyone in Persona 4. P4 was all of them. Or Golden, at least. I don't know about uh, the original yeah. Persona 4. Yeah, it's interesting. It, I tell you what, man, playing, even just playing three hours of it, not that the combat was like, I was playing it on easy, so the combat was not a yep. huge slog, but um, uh, it does make me really appreciate the like UI design and like animation work they put into P5. Sure. Um, that stuff's incredible. Because that is like the, by far the best thing about Persona 5. Um, and it's so well executed. And it's clear when you're playing it. But I think going back to Persona 3, even though it's all basically kind of the same in terms of structure and like, you know, you you do the attack and then the guy falls down and then you do a, like Persona a big all out attack. I like it, man. I think it's good. It's not. I think it's the not UI's bad. But like, good. It's different. It's not, no, no, no. It's and not it's bad. Old. But like, even just just stuff like like the snappy like there's some what they did with Persona Five is like they made it clear to read, really responsive, but also like incredibly animated. And I feel like doing those three things is 
really freaking hard when it comes to like UI stuff. Mm. And uh, they did such an amazing job to the point where like the combat is basically the same as the other ones, but it just feels more fun because when you press X, all the things go whizzy and it feels good. And P3 is like that, but you kind of like all the animation, all the animation stuff is actually just kind of like UI elements like fading in and out slower than i want them to but it's and, still a cool game <laughs> it's still it cool still but it looks really made good. me appreciate persona 5 i think that's fair I, and i definitely think you're right in saying that that's the best thing that p5 had going for it yeah are those damn damn animations that just look so so sexy yeah um how hype is this game when you boot it up um i uh only booted it up once because i was just loading off save states so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like the opening cutscenes, the two of them. Like there's the, uh, the you know, idle, idle screen, uh, which all mm. games go into when you don't press any button. Mm. Amazing song. Very hype cutscene. And then two, there's the Persona 3 intro video, which we've looked at before for things. And that's mm-hmm. also wicked. And both mm-hmm. are great tracks. Uh, but clearly they didn't find the beat on my boy. I think I probably enjoyed them at the time. Not enough to make a note. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Apparently not. Um, do you want to talk to people about the music in this game? And uh, I guess Persona in general. God, I don't know if I have anything to say about P3's music. Really? I, um, I, I didn't vibe with it very much. What? Yeah. You're crazy. No. I don't know if we can uh, continue this podcast. Yeah, I, I like. It's like it's it's some of it's catchy, some of it's a little annoying. I would like, say. what do you think about the dawn music? Uh, sing it for me. Put your prince, I'll put you in a trance. Yeah, that that annoyed the hell out of me. Really, <laughs> I love that track. That that guy's voice is like. I don't want to hear this guy say this 80, 80 hours worth. Damn. Um, and then there was a weird one uh, when I was hanging out with freaking Kenji. Yeah, what was that? Oh, what? This <laughs> what? Is, so this is why do they force this character, this awful yeah, character? It's the upon only you. guy you it's can so talk weird. to for the first three hours, and he just wants to like get a girlfriend, and it's like, oh, dude, I don't care. Um, also, side note, I thought because I wasn't going to play this the whole time, I would play Persona as the sort of more arsehole options. Okay. Because uh, usually they give you, like, a few options every once in a while of dialogue choices, and typically they're, like, over-the-top friendly or um, uh, a slight dick. Um, and I just thought, oh, yeah, I'll be a slight dick. I'll just be, like, someone that doesn't really want to be here. Uh, everyone seemed to respond pretty positively <laughs> to my nice. slight dickishness. Nice. Kenji was loving it. Get some, uh, I, I guess it's just these old school games had, I mean, you know, we're talking about Animal Crossing on GameCube. Mm. That just uh, general dickiness. They love it. That sometimes we miss in current games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny that you can go to the toilet to improve your condition. Yeah, that's the other thing this game has is like this like tired mechanic, uh, which feels like it would get frustrating. Mm-hmm. After a time, uh, so 
I don't really know if we need to go into detail about it, but basically you, you have to manage, like, if you feel tired, you need to, like, I could stay up and study or I could go to Tartarus, but that means that I'm going to be, like, tired for longer, it seems like, or, like, I'm not going to be able to function as well tomorrow. So you need to, like, think about that before you do certain things. Um, yeah, it, it's, I think that kind of ties into, like, one of the more stressful things about Persona games, um, which is trying to enjoy your schedule and your choices uh, as a student, just as a student and as a player, whilst also having that stress of, should I be doing certain things to make mm -hmm. sure that I can achieve the combat, uh, the difficulty of the combat required from me in yeah. the upcoming I, dungeons? I think it's, like, really cute that they found a way to, like, emulate that sort of stress of being a student. <laughs> like sure. like i know it's it's not anywhere near the same thing or even or like whatever but like it's there is something quite sweet about that like you're literally choosing between studying seeing friends or like battling monsters and like whichever one you go for one of the other things is going to suffer and i think that's like a really cool idea and it's well implemented yeah um, definitely in all persona games and i think it's like the strength of these games yeah, it, um, it it for sure is. For sure is. It's uh, really well done, um, really cool, and can be a little bit stressful. Also, mm -hmm. also like I love how you get the feeling of being a real student uh, <laughs> when the teachers grill you. <laughs> you know, so you'll you'll be sitting in class because during sort of each day you might have one short clip of you in uh, class where you'll either just sort of be learning about something and maybe you'll just get a boost in academics or maybe you will actually have to read the text uh because they'll be like uh main character what did i just say um or yeah. you know like what type of house did these guys live in in that era uh and either they will have said like five <laughs> text lines ago um so you actually have to read it or you don't even know and you just have to make a stab. Um, and that, that, that feels like being in school, you know, like you're not listening and, and mm -hmm. you get called out and you're like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but at least in this game, you just sort of sit there and or Google it or save state That's true. Uh, That's in the true. case of uh, the emulator. Um, yeah. Dude, talking about run cycles... How great is the animation where the main character is running with his hands in his pocket? It's like his jacket pockets. Do you ever notice mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. He doesn't that's always his, do that's it. That's when he's like walking, right? Uh, no, I, I think it's just random because you can run with it too. I think just yeah. sometimes you'll have hands in jacket pockets and sometimes out. Yeah, they, they freaking love putting hands in pockets in uh, over at P-Team because um, it's the same in P5 and in Catherine. Really? Uh, yeah, they they love putting hands in pockets. It's cool. It's a cool look. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing cool it more. Guy. It's, it's cool guy look. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't like the music that much. I didn't. I didn't you're twisting my words. I'm not trying to, but work with me. I uh, I did not like the music. I just I just this stuff sometimes takes a while, you know. Sure. I, like, I think I you're right. I'm not 100% sure that I loved the music of P4 as soon as it kicked off. I think sure. it probably took a while. 
but it's great. Yeah, I, I guess you're just you're, I mean, in this game because you play a hundred hours plus of just hanging out in a place, um, the music really does work its way in. That it, being said, I played good solid chunk of P five, and I was like, meh. <laughs> the battle theme is wicked, but other than yeah. that, yeah, it's not that hard. Um, I liked I, the one with the 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 army guy. He had a good track. Oh, I uh, the, the gun seller. Also, yeah, you go to a police station in this game, and he sells you weapons. Yeah, that's a bit what, off, isn't what it? What is up with that? And like, <laughs> in Japan, it, it would make sense <laughs> if the dude experienced the uh, the dark hour. Yeah, but the dude, the dude didn't even experience the dark no, hour. No, he's just a cop that sells you <laughs> swords. All they had to say was this policeman experiences the dark hour, and that would be full justification. Uh huh. But it was just like. You the, the police is like you don't have to be a, uh, a genius to figure out there's something off in this town. <laughs> His okay. sword. I like it. <laughs> Give the kids some guns. Yeah. Have you ever watched gameplay of the first Persona? Uh, I think I might have seen. I think I've seen screenshots. That is a that is a uh, janky ass looking video game. You really? I mean, yeah, it's so like two like, D, isn't it? It's all. I think the exploration stuff is like all in first person. Okay. Um, Ooh, uh, and like, like there's just like the going around town just looks like an absolute nightmare. It's trying to find something interesting to do, um, and then the opening cutscene I think is supposed to be Igor, but it lo- looks nothing like Igor. Um, okay. he's like this posh, sort of spangly man with a small nose. <laughs> anyway, I like the sound of it. Maybe that's not Igor. It's just like he's like the guy that introduces you to the world of Persona. So it just felt like that was supposed to be Igor. So, um, cool. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Mm, uh, the only other thing I thought was kind of neat. Uh, there were other things, but the thing that I thought was neat was when you're exploring the dungeons, you can split up. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fair. So you press you press the button, and then you send your your gang out, and they go find the exit, or they find treasure and stuff, and they can get into fights on their own. I just thought that was quite neat. Yeah, it's it's because it's I don't bad, like exploring it? the dungeon, so I thought that was a nice thing. It's like, oh, I don't have to do that. <laughs> but I don't get like why why wouldn't if they give you these great choices in the dungeon, but then in combat they're like, mm, you know what? You can't control whether this character drinks a potion right before you plan to heal them. Yeah, and they also don't seem to play particularly well. Yeah, it's um, it's, and I, I think when I was playing it through on normal difficulty, and I got to a fight that I lost because I felt, uh, you know, I felt it was largely because of bad AI. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. That really that, sucks. That really sucks. And when you're like twenty four hours in and can't change the difficulty. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's not, I don't want nice. I don't want to come up uh, against this same scenario in like ten hours. Mm-hmm. When I'm no like wizard at this game, I'm just I'm just a kid, you know. You're just a kid, and life is in fact a nightmare. Fun game though, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three hours is not enough time. No, no one near. But I. I it's a much better three hours than three hours of P5. It lets you do a couple of things on your own, lets you explore the Tartarus yeah, you get pretty going good. a lot faster. Yeah. yeah. 
like two and a half hours in to two hours in, you're kind of there. Yeah, you're you're allowed to go exploring. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Cool, cool. Let's hear um, it. You want to go for me next week? <laughs> well, lucky. God, I've uh, I've made an executive decision. Okay. That you're not gonna like. Okay. Try me. Now I don't know if last week you and I just off air we were talking about you know when I got to make sure that our Halloween episode. Because I, for you, for you who don't know, listeners, I like to do a little Halloween episode in which I pick a spooky, spooky game uh, for us to play. I've decided, this year being such a shit show that it's been, I thought we'd have a bigger celebration of Halloween. Okay. And we'd make October uh, our Halloween special. So, that would mean two Louis episodes of spooky games. Do I not get to suggest a spooky game? Oh, you can do it. You can join in if you like. Three weeks is too much. But they're not back-to-back, your suggestions, are they? Well, no, you'll you'll be in between the two. Okay. So it'll be spooky, game of my choice, spooky. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So this week is... Well, next week will be the first of our uh, Spooktober, uh, name still pending, uh... I hate season. These. <laughs> I, hate, I, hate, I hate these <laughs> ones. Uh, uh, do you want? I don't know if you know it. It's like an indie game. Um, it's sort of based off. It's heavily inspired by, um, uh, like Japanese horror manga, so like Jinjito and etc. Uh, um, is it that like really really old one, or that one on Itchio? I don't know if it's on Itchio. It's it's still in early access. Uh, I think I might know the one. It's all like uh, black and white, two D pixel art. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a cat. Probably. <laughs> I th- I think I. Uh, this game looked cool, but I also thought um, I probably yeah. Enjoy it's like it. sort of like old sort of. Uh, Mac, uh, pixel art, like monotone sort of. Yeah, I, I think I do know the one, but I have no idea what it's called. Uh, it's called, for some reason, it's called World of Horror. Scary. <laughs> spooky. It's not spooky. Scary. It's a little spooky. It's not spooky. There's no like jump scares. Sure. How am I playing it's just this? Re- just reading. Uh, it's on um, uh, Xbox Game Pass. I don't have that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. You had it for Spiritfarer. Yeah, and then I unsubscribed because it was going to cost me like money. Uh, it should. It, you're still in that month, surely. <laughs> How many you weeks know, has it been? I think you've warped time. <laughs> I think you've very significantly warped time. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure it out. All right, all good. Um, cool, Lucky. Why don't you do the outro today? I'm I'm feeling sleepy. Uh, me too. We got to stop doing these so late. Uh, podcast goes up on Mondays. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you've been great. You really uh, have. We have a Instagram. We have a Twitter where Louis tweets like a madman. Stop um, saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I tweet a regular amount. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's not an obnoxious. It's not like an unfollow amount of tweets he does. It's it's like three tweets a week. Have you downloaded Genshin Impact? Um, no, I haven't. Okay, I just saw the icon on my computer. And thought I'd ask you. Did you have you played it? Uh, probably about half an hour before my whole computer crashed. Oh dear. Um. The uh, we have an email. Hit us up. Template3hr.gmail.com um, And also just keep it real That last one's really important Much love um, To the brothers in Lawson In the 512 where Lawson in Lawson <laughs> What are you doing? Those are the lyrics of that song That I heard in my head When I was like 13 what are you talking about, bro? In bruv? a state that's as big as hell. I met two badass girls in the turf sale. They said, what's up? I, do you remember that? Anyway, let's wrap this up. Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> say nothing. And let's get out of here. Uh, see you next time, bud. Okie dokie. Bye.